Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Shamelessly Unapologetic with me, your host, Alana Pinsky. Hi, everyone. So I am going on, I think, week three of being here in Richmond, Virginia at my parents' house, and I am already counting down the days until I can go back to Portland, Oregon, but funny enough, my stay here so far hasn't been completely horrible, surprisingly enough. Um, my parents haven't driven me insane yet, and I've been able to just focus a lot on creating content and applying to jobs and just kind of being left alone, which has been really nice. But I will say I definitely do miss my apartment. I miss having lots of natural light because my childhood bedroom has like no natural light and I have to rely on artificial lighting but you know I'm making the most of it I do have my cat here with me so that's always helpful I mean I would obviously not have my cat back in Portland if I was gone for like a month absolutely not but anyway I'm getting off track so today's episode is about not being that girl If you don't know what the that girl trend is, well, I'm about to enlighten you on what this trend is and why I choose to not live my life the way that some of these women live their life, especially on social media. And we're going to talk all about this trend and we'll talk a little bit more about my concerns with this trend but I also do want to talk about some positive things regarding this and how I choose to live my life differently than the that girl trend. With that being said let's talk a little bit more about the that girl trend. You're probably wondering well what is the that girl trend? So this is a trend that became big in like the summer of 2021 and I believe it's still pretty trendy to this day. I know I'm a little bit late to the party to talk about it but basically if you haven't seen this on TikTok or even YouTube you may have seen girls who will film their whole wellness routine specifically in the morning. So this is the girl who will wake up between like 5 to 7 a.m. She will drink green juice or maybe an iced tea or matcha or an iced coffee. She does yoga or Pilates first thing in the morning. She writes in a gratitude journal. She makes her bed every single day. She lives in a very aesthetic looking apartment and she only eats healthy food. Basically, it creates this idea that she looks like she has her shit together And it's basically this trend where the message is saying that this is what I do to live a better and fulfilling life. And I think that can be a little bit problematic in itself. And I know that there were a lot of good intentions that came with this trend. And we will talk about that. But in this video, I'm sorry, but with this episode, which probably even won't be that long of an episode, but... I do want to say that I have a lot of mixed opinions about this trend and I do think that what I like about this is that it does talk about 
like self-care, the importance of it, and why people should have some sort of like self-care or morning routine to kind of better themselves. I think this trend kind of branched off from YouTube videos, and I'll be honest with you. I used a lot I used to watch a lot of morning routine videos, nighttime routine videos, self-care routine videos when I first made my YouTube channel. I really liked seeing what other people did in their daily lives to just kind of make themselves feel more put together or helping them find balance to feel like they're living a fulfilling life. And a lot of these videos are very aesthetically pleasing and I think that's one of the reasons as to why I enjoyed watching these videos and why a lot of these videos tend to do very well on social media, especially on YouTube and TikTok. And what I've noticed from these self-care routine videos is that they're mostly white women and they always kind of appear like they are rich or they have a lot of money. A lot of them live in a very nice apartment where there's a lot of natural light or it's very minimalistic and also aesthetically pleasing to the eye. I just feel like I've never seen anyone do this trend where their surroundings or their environment wasn't very aesthetically pleasing. And a lot of them seem to be pretty repetitive. I mean, you see these girls doing the same thing over and over again where everyone is waking up really early in the morning. Everyone is eating a very aesthetically pleasing breakfast. Why does your breakfast have to be visually aesthetic? It doesn't make sense to me. I see a lot of these girls making their bed first thing in the morning, which there's nothing wrong with that. I can support that. And that they're always productive. They're always doing something. And it doesn't seem like you ever see them just sitting down, enjoying their time and relaxing. You never really see that. So that's something that I've never really cared for with these videos. But I do like getting elements and ideas from these videos because again I do think that there's absolutely nothing wrong with having a self-care routine. I think they're very important but there shouldn't be an aesthetic behind self-care. Like self-care is not an aesthetic. It should be something to help you find comfort and balance in your life so you can feel better about yourself. So I want to talk a little bit more about the issues regarding this trend. So as I just mentioned, first things first, using wellness and self-care as an aesthetic. I find that to be a problem. I won't repeat myself since I feel like I sort of just said like why this is a problem. But long story short, self-care and wellness is not an aesthetic. And you don't need to have this really pretty environment to... Again, live a fulfilling life to make yourselves feel better. I do think having a very nicely decorated place can certainly boost your mood. I definitely believe like having natural light in your home is a mood booster, but not everyone has that privilege. I didn't have that privilege for the longest time. And let me tell you, when I would watch these self-care videos or the That Girl videos that I would see on TikTok before I moved into my studio apartment... I was 
very jealous of all of these women that I would see in the videos because they had this well-decorated space. They had the white modern kitchen. They had all of the natural light and the windows. And I lived in so many ugly apartments for the longest time, especially when I was in San Francisco. I had a budget and I had to work with what I had. I mean, one of the apartments that I lived in for two years was super ugly. It didn't have any natural light in my room. I mean, the kitchen was ugly. It was everything was just old and dated in that apartment. And I just remember these videos would make me feel bad about my own space of where I was living. And that's not okay. But I will say I really do enjoy having a space that I love. And I worked really hard to get into my own studio and being able to have a place to call my own and decorate it the way that I want to and have the natural light and the beautifully decorated kitchen and just the space in general. So I had worked my way up to that. But again, I recognize that's a privilege that I have. And while having an aesthetically pleasing place to live is definitely important to me, not everyone has that privilege. And I do believe everybody wants something that makes them feel like home. But I feel like the environment of the homes that you see in these videos can really make people feel bad about themselves. Especially with how people set up these videos to make it even more aesthetic aside from just their environment. Such as the visually pleasing mules. Why do you have to make your meals visually appeasing for the camera? I mean, I personally don't give a shit how my meals look. As long as my meals are healthy enough that nourish my body and that they're cooked properly, it doesn't need to look a certain way. And I think that's silly and I find that to be very unrealistic. Like I mentioned, this trend really makes people feel bad about their life choices and if they aren't doing things like a certain ways, such as waking up between 5 to 7 in the morning or that they're not drinking their green juice or they're not working out after they wake up, that they may feel like that they don't have their shit together. They may feel like they're not living a healthy life and they're living their life wrong. And I think that's a very harmful mindset. And it can also send a really toxic message unintentionally to people who watch these videos and I know that there's absolutely nothing wrong with wanting to wake up really early in the morning there's absolutely nothing wrong with working out first thing in the morning there's nothing wrong with drinking your green juice but to tell people that this is exactly what they need to do in order to feel like they have their shit together that sends the wrong message because in my personal opinion, I don't like green juice. I think it tastes disgusting. I will stick to my coffee. Thank you very much. You certainly will not find me waking up between the hours of 5 to 7 in the morning, especially on the weekends. I mean, when I do have a full-time job, I do set an alarm for 6, but I do not get out of my bed until between the times of like 7 to 7.30. And that is because I have to get up, because I have to start my job at a certain time, even though... I would work from home, but if I was self-employed, I would most certainly not be starting my days early. And it is perfectly fine to 
sleep in. If you want to wake up between 10 a.m. to noon, do it. If you want to go to bed at like 1 a.m., do it. I mean, I think at the end of the day, what's really important is that you are getting enough hours of sleep. So if you are able to say, get around like seven to nine hours of sleep, they say that's like the ideal time. But at the same time, not everybody requires seven to nine hours of sleep. Some people can function really well with just five hours of sleep. I certainly can't do that. But if you have the space or the privilege to be able to sleep in or start your day later and end your day later, do that. Because if that helps you feel more fulfilled or helps you feel healthier and you're still getting that ample amount of time to sleep, keep doing that. Nobody should tell you that only people who wake up between 5 to 7 in the morning are going to be the ones that have their shit together, that they're going to be the most productive. That's very harmful to spread and I definitely don't resonate with that. I remember when I was working an office job in San Francisco, I would start my day very early. I would set an alarm for 4 a.m., but that was because I had to because there were some days where I had to go to the gym in the morning, especially when I was on prep because I knew I wasn't going to have time to do it after work. And let me tell you, that shit got very exhausting, and I would always tell people that I literally had a day before my day got started. I would wake up around 4.30. I would feed my cat, go to the bathroom, I would make breakfast, eat the breakfast, I would pack my bag with my clothes, my makeup, a towel because I would get ready at the gym. So I would work out for maybe about an hour and a half or so. I would shower at the gym, I would get dressed at the gym, I would do my makeup at the gym. And then once I was done getting ready, I had to hop on the Muni train to commute to my office. All pretty much done before 9 a.m. That is so exhausting. That's already five hours of my day. And I haven't even made it to 9 a.m. yet. It's insane. That's why I like to say it's a day before my day even starts. And I can no longer do that anymore. That lifestyle most certainly does not work for me anymore. And I've accepted that. I can't even believe I once did that lifestyle once upon a time ago. It blows my mind. Another thing that I don't really like about this trend is that it really does push a really toxic narrative about hustle culture and productivity culture and that you always need to be working and being productive and doing something with your life. It is perfectly okay to sit on your bed and watch Netflix and not do anything. I mean, I cannot tell you how many times I find fulfillment from watching YouTube videos or Netflix shows. I personally find that as a way of self-care. It helps me decompress from a long day and sometimes I just need to lay on a comfy soft bed and just stretch out and relax and not focus on anything, not use my brain. I don't need to be working all the time to feel successful or to feel like I have my life together. And That's just something that I really don't like. I mentioned this earlier, but I also think that this trend is just absolutely not sustainable. I don't think it's possible to do this every single day. While I do have a morning routine and it's very spiritual focused, 
there are some days where I'm not able to do it. And that's okay. I actually don't even do it on the weekends. I actually like to take a break from some elements of my spiritual routine. Like I actually don't write in my gratitude journal on the weekends. I like to take a break from that. And I choose to focus my efforts on other things. So I find routines like this to be not very sustainable. And I think they can come from a place of privilege. Because I think the that girl lifestyle can be very expensive. I mean, the green juices that you get in stores are not cheap. If you have a gym membership, those can get very expensive, especially if you see women who are going to a gym and they have to leave their apartment. They're probably paying money for a gym. Healthy food is very expensive. And what else is really expensive? Um... Oh, the skincare products. A lot of them you'll see in these videos, they are using a lot of luxury skincare products. And there are many people out there who don't have the privilege to buy all of those brands. And some people can only work with like a moisturizer and a face wash. Or maybe they just use a toner, like whatever it is. Like they maybe only use like one to three products, if not even that for their skincare routine. So it is pretty mind-blowing with how expensive that lifestyle is. And I just want people to know that even though, yes, you should have a skincare routine, it doesn't need to be like five to six products. You know your skin better than anyone else. Buy the products that works for you. If you only need one step in your skincare routine, do it. Because again, that's what works for your skin and I do believe in the importance of taking care of yourself and having a good skincare regimen is very important. So definitely don't skip that. But just know that you don't need to be using expensive luxury brands to feel like you have it together. Those are all the issues that I have with this trend. Now let's talk a little bit more about what I do like about this trend. Because I want to say this trend is not as bad as other things that are out there. While there are definitely toxic components of the that girl trend, there are some things that I do like about it. I do like that this trend does inspire others, especially if they want to find ways to better themselves. Maybe some people haven't really thought about making their bed in the morning and they could say, oh, this girl makes her bed every morning. Maybe I should start doing that because having a nice made bed does feel very nice. And I agree. I know I definitely feel a lot better if I do make my bed. I don't make my bed all the time. I try my best to make my bed as much as I can. But I do know when I have made my bed, I definitely feel better about myself. I also like that this trend does encourage people to establish a wellness or self-care routine. I think everyone should have some sort of wellness or self-care routine. It doesn't need to be a million steps. Maybe like do one or two things that you can do every day in your life that makes you feel better about yourself. Self-care is so important and I feel like we as humans should not forget about that. And that is something that I really do like about this trend. I think what I would do is take certain elements from the that girl trend and incorporate into your own routine. What are some things that really stand out to you? Like what are some things that you think could actually be sustainable or possible in your routine? Do you think you're a morning person? Maybe you may want to wake up at five to seven in the morning and get your day started. I certainly am not going to be one of those people, but 
I will say I do have a gratitude and manifestation journal that I write in five times a week and I started doing that back in the fall and my days feel so much better when I do write in it. And I also am a big believer in like the law of attraction and scripting and just manifesting and attracting positive things into my life and journaling it is something that I really enjoy doing. So take certain elements of the video that you see from a that girl trend and find ways to make it your own. But don't copy someone's whole entire routine because it's not necessarily going to work for you. I do like that there are positive elements of a routine and there are definitely things about the that girl trend that I certainly can agree with. As I mentioned, like journaling and practicing gratitude and taking care of your own skin and body, such as eating healthy foods, but you don't need to be eating healthy foods for every single meal. And I feel like that's something you see in every single video, especially if you're watching a what I eat in a day and it's just nothing but healthy foods. And while there's nothing wrong with eating healthy foods, sometimes it's not always sustainable to be living your life like that. And they're not showcasing that online. So again, take those things with a grain of salt, pick and choose what you know is going to work for you and your life. And to kind of conclude with my final thoughts here, I just want to say we all have different routines in our life. It is so important to have a self-care routine, but it doesn't need to match what you see online. Figure out what your body needs to feel good. Maybe there are some things online or maybe there are some things that you like doing for self-care that may not be posted online. Maybe you can share that online if you want to, what your self-care routine is like, or you don't have to and you can keep it for yourself and that's totally fine. I can tell you like for my self-care routine and like what I find important to me is that like I like to drink water throughout the day. I try my hardest to stretch in the morning. I don't always stretch. Sometimes I forget, but when I do remember, I definitely feel better about stretching. I journal. I like to light candles and incense after I eat breakfast as that puts me in a better mood. And I love being in a room where my environment smells really good. I do crystal healing. That's something that is important to me. I always eat breakfast every morning. For me personally, I cannot function if I don't eat something within an hour waking up or else I can get very sick and lightheaded. Sometimes I pass out and that's not okay. But let me tell you, my breakfast is not aesthetically pleasing. I literally eat three eggs, some vegan bacon, and a bowl of oatmeal or a bagel. I rotate between the two carbs. Not exactly visually pleasing, but still a very well-balanced meal. And I do activities that make me happy. And then I mentioned I try to make my bed as much as possible and I practice good hygiene. That's kind of what my self-care routine looks like for me. Find that balance in your life and just know that just because you're not drinking green juice every morning or you're not waking up at 6 in the morning every single day, it doesn't mean you don't have your life together. Trends like this will not instantly make you feel better. And it's not going to ever replace your mental well-being. I still recommend going to therapy to help you navigate certain other problems. But just know that doing these elements every single day will not 
change your mental health issues or anything else that's going on in your life. I think they can positively contribute to it, but I don't think it's 100% a cure. So don't use a that girl routine to replace any kind of negative problems that are going on in your life because I don't believe that it's going to change. So with that, that's basically how I am kind of feeling about this trend. I know I'm very late to the party about discussing this, but I'd like to say I'm unapologetically not that girl. While there are some things about the that girl trend that I do incorporate into my daily life, I will never consider myself to be that girl. I am this girl. This is me. I am not her. I do my own thing. I do what works for me. And you should find what works for you. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. I know it's a little bit shorter this time around, but I am curious to know if you guys have a self-care or wellness routine that you like to incorporate in your daily lives. If so, feel free to email the podcast at shamelesslyunapologeticpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at shamelesslyunapologetic. And with that, I will see you next week with a brand new episode. Bye!